Welcome to the Gentlemen for Liberty podcast, a place for stimulating conversation on the philosophy of liberty and natural law. We aim to promote individualism and self-ownership through productive discourse. With restoring liberty as our ultimate goal, here are your hosts, Derek Wills and John Galt. Good day, ladies and gentlemen. Welcome back to the Gentlemen for Liberty podcast. I am your humble host, as always, Derek Wills, and uh, alongside me, as uh, as always, is my partner in crime, Mr. John Galt. John, how are you doing this fine day? I'm well, sir. Thank you. How are you? Yes, sir. I love the. I do love the stock market. And who doesn't? Especially after. Uh, I don't want to call it shenanigans because I, I found it to be. I found it to be quite wonderful, but. Uh, I I don't know what else to call it. So I'll, for lack of a better word, uh, the shenanigans that took place, recently. And uh, I, I think it's I think the premise of what happened is is wonderful, uh, and then the way that people reacted was quite awful. Uh, but uh, before we get into all of that, I want to thank our patrons on Patreon. Uh, if you would like to support the show, become a partner. Um, Go to patreon.com slash gentlemen for liberty and you can sign up to help support the show. Uh, I want to give a special uh, thanks to Justine, Roman, Nikki, and Ryan who have been uh, who have been so gracious and uh, have been uh, supporting for quite some time and, and we appreciate that uh, from all of y'all. So uh, thank you so very much and uh, we would ask that if you are able to uh, go to our Patreon, sign up and uh, help support the show as well. And also, we take crypto donations on our website at gentlemenforliberty.com. You can uh, donate uh, uh, quite a few cryptos. Uh, Bitcoin, Ethereum, uh, Litecoin, uh, quite a a few, actually. So, uh, by all means, if that's that's something that tickles your fancy, then by all means, we would would very much welcome that. Uh, Okay, John. The uh, the the what happened recently with the stock market was both hilarious and infuriating at the same time. That's how I describe it, anyway. What what are your kind of uh, ballpark thoughts on it? Well, I'll I'll let you take the lead on that, but I will say that the the response from the SEC at the end. Um, was well, kind of disappointing in regards to uh, what was going on. It, it 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 was it was it was rather disappointing, or or I should say, also the response from certain members of the political class calling for the SEC to act was was well, it was it was actually rather sad because it, it demonstrated. Well, 
that they felt when large traditional entities engaged in similar practices, it was completely okay. But when um, smaller individual investors did it, it, there was a crisis that, that needed to be addressed. It, it, it um, wreaked a crony government <laughs> but um <laughs> i i don't know how I, I you know i try to try to be neutral in my language i guess at times but it you, you it, can't be in this case no you can't i mean <laughs> so, so uh, here's the thing a lot of people were really upset with the hedge fund managers um and not for anything illegal so to speak but but they they were you know hedge funds make their living on shorting stock um basically they kind of rally the market to sell a stock before they which causes the price to drop and 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 then then they buy on the dip again and then what have you well I guess a bunch of people on Reddit were like, we're not going to let this happen, so let's all buy up as you know as as many shares of, of GameStop stock as we can. And the price, as we all know, skyrocketed to, I think, over $500 a, a share. I mean, it it just went to the moon. Yeah, over and all a thousand percent increase. Yeah, in like a day. <laughs> And it's hilarious because I mean we we all of these hedge fund billionaires I literally saw footage of billion a billionaire crying on Fox News or CNBC or some propaganda network because because he cares that he might have to you know sell his fifth boat or whatever he's you know, lost, and and I'm not saying that he deserved that by any means because of the you know, for the sake of being rich, but you can't uh, you can't be upset whenever a market responds, even if that response is um, organized. You know, you 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 just can't. I'm, I'm sorry that you bet on a losing horse that lost at the very last minute, but you can't be upset with that. The market decided, you know what, I'm not going to let these hedge fund managers control the, the price of, of this stock, so we're all going to buy it. And it caused their, you know, what GameStop's valuation to be, what, like $10 billion or something like that is astronomical. Well, the ultimately, the, the action of... Um... Uh, a, a small subset of investors who were very uh, dutious uh, um, in supporting um, several companies. Actually, it wasn't just GameStop, but um, it it resulted in the individuals, particularly these hedge funds that were shorting some of these stocks. They lost. They 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 they're on the hook for the money because their bet because it's a gamble. It's not investing. Let let me be clear. Not, this is not investing. Um, they were gambling, and they lost their bet as a result of the actions of of some very um, 
very humorous individuals um, collectively, I would say. Uh, um, and I don't feel bad for them. Because <laughs> <laughs> I do not feel bad for them. That is, um, I, they, they, you shorted the stock. And as a result, you are on the hook for uh, the obligation that you, you did you did you took period yeah um obviously the elites both both in the uh um mainly in the political world because let's face it a lot of the uh, a lot of the affluent elite are involved in the political realm indirectly or more directly but you know kind of a little bit behind the curtain uh you know, you had people like Elizabeth Warren talking about how dangerous this was and how awful it was. And you had other, you know, prominent establishment types backing that up. And then you had, uh, surprisingly, you had Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez saying how ridiculous it was that all of these hedge fund managers were upset and uh, attacking uh, brokerage firms like Robinhood for interfering in people's ability to participate in this. Um, and Ted Cruz backed her up. And then she, you know, attacked him because reasons. But, but the, the, that's where this whole thing kind of led is, and this is what really tickled me, is that it exposed the crony capitalism and corporatism that plagues the United States uh, a lot of people think that, for whatever reason, that this is, you know, we live in a, a, a heavily capitalist economy, and we don't. Uh, it's very crony capitalist. It's very corporatist. It's very, uh, it's very controlled. And a free market is, by, a, by its very definition, is not controlled. Um, so... You had uh, these companies, particularly Robinhood is the biggest, but you also had like TD Ameritrade and others uh, that were preventing people from buying into these these stock prices and continuing to drive the price up. And I don't know if you heard about this, John, but I saw some things on Twitter uh, where people were trying to cancel a sale of their stocks. And Robinhood said, you can't cancel this because we placed this order in order to, I guess, uh, mitigate the risk on your portfolio or something like that. So basically, Robinhood initiated these sell orders that were below market price, and they couldn't cancel them. Did you hear? Did you see anything like that? Um, I I don't I don't know. I I tell you what I I I tell you something I I, I did see that was rather interesting. Um, you know, it's 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 good that you called out Robin Hood. So many, many users uh, called out Robin Hood and they made their voices um, very well heard on um, the Apple Play Store and the Google Play Store. And Robin Hood's um, star rating crashed. And then Google decided to remove the negative ratings. Yeah. I, uh, um, after people rightfully criticized Robinhood's actions, uh, Google decided to remove nearly um, on the Google Play Store, I believe, um, 
and you should be able to find an article for this, anyone listening, Google removed almost 100,000 ratings. Jesus. Almost 100,000 ratings because Robinhood had, it had crashed down to one star and they removed almost 100,000 ratings to get it back up to almost uh, four stars. Uh, That's crazy. So, I would, I would, I would strongly encourage anyone to not use Robinhood, um, if only in a point of principle. I mean, it, it's not as if it offers some unique benefit to you. It's, ooh, it's an investment platform. <laughs> um, uh, but if 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 you're if if the if the investment platform you're using um, will willfully participate in things that uh, like that, you know. That you just described there, Derek, is certainly not a investment platform I would want to have um, access to any of my money. Oh, absolutely. Um, so, uh, Elon Musk, uh, you know the the great god Elon Musk, um, tweeted this out, <laughs> in essentially in response to to, to that particular criticism uh, from Robin Hood selling people shares. He goes, "You can't sell houses you don't own." You can't sell cars you don't own, but you can sell stock you don't own. This is BS. Shorting is a scam. Legal only for vestigial regions. <laughs> Which, by the way, um, uh, the tagline that Elon has put under under his Twitter that or his bio, I guess, it just says hashtag Bitcoin on it. So, I mean, um, uh, that tells you kind of where he's he's at and he's absolutely right the, the whole idea that robin hood can sell your shares of stock i mean that's it's literally your property and they can sell it. it it as he pointed out it's no different than you know somebody selling your house for you uh without your permission selling your car for you without your permission uh i think that well I think that whenever the SEC does whatever cloak and dagger, smoke and mirrors investigation that they do, uh, you know, nothing will actually come of it. But what should happen is these companies should uh, go absolutely bankrupt for, uh, for for these clearly unethical and I would say illegal even even under nature's law, uh, business practices, because th- this is, th- it's absolutely ridiculous that, that they are able to say, I mean, it's one thing to say, we're going to stop uh, allowing people to buy it because they're the brokerage. They're the middleman to purchase those stocks, but it's a whole nother thing to say, Oh, you can't keep it anymore either. Well, um, it, it is clear that the the goal is to protect um, large multi-billion dollar entities at the expense of um, a smaller individual investor or group of investors. And that that tells you that it it communicates a lot about the political climate as well as uh corporate climate and the uh, interaction between those two entities. Yeah. But, uh, good. No, but 
uh, in fairness, that that isn't exactly new news. <laughs> it, it's just this is a, uh, a a a visible manifestation of it. And you know wh- whether we have Robin Hood, wh- whether we have Robin Hood's actions, and then the criticism of Robin Hood's actions, followed by an even larger corporate entity saying, "Oh no, we're not going to allow you to criticize Robin Hood. We're going to cover it up." I mean, I really encourage people to look up um, because it, it's already been very well documented. Google, <laughs> Google erased criticism of the of Robinhood's investment platform from the yeah. Google Play Store. <laughs> I mean, yeah, no, that's uh, what's really interesting, and I pointed this out. There's a great exposure. Uh, of crony capitalism, and, and it's it's drawing these two. Uh, it's highlighting the, the just how just how different they are. Um, in the crypto market, some people got the idea to do a similar thing. Now, it's not as popular as the GameStop thing because not a lot of people understand crypto. Not a lot of people. Uh, not as many people like crypto for whatever reason. Uh, but there's one crypto in particular that has skyrocketed. Uh, it's called Dogecoin. Uh, and let's see, before it skyrocketed on January 27th, it was sitting around eight tenths of a cent per coin. By, let's see, by the 28th, it was up to seven cents. So it went from 0.8 cents to seven cents in the matter of 24 hours, basically. Um, now it's, it's dipped back down. Um, it look, it's looking like it's starting to go back up right now. It's sitting around four cents, but I mean, it's astronomical, but the thing is none of the crypto exchanges are saying no, you can't corner this this crypto like this. We're not going to allow this to happen. They're all like, yeah, we'll gladly sell it to you. Come on. And that's the difference between capitalism and crony capitalism is that you're not having hedge fund managers crying over uh, their shortage, you know, their, their stock shorts losing uh, because essentially those things don't exist in the crypto market. You're buying money, like actual money. It's not tangible, but it's money. And here's the thing. Whenever it comes to crypto, (laughs) this is why I'm all into crypto. I love crypto. Um, Dogecoin, in the past hour, up 19.5%. In case you're curious, we're we're recording this on uh, January 31st. It'll be a bit before it airs, so this is when we're recording it. Uh, in the past hour, up 19.5%. Past 24 hours, up 55%. Past seven days, up 353%. Uh, past year, 1,497%. I mean, uh, I I don't... That's amazing. And let's see, when when when, when did this launch? It looks like Dogecoin launched in December of 2013. Um, 
and in the past year, it's up 1,500%. I think that people are seeing exactly what uh, what the Federal Reserve has been doing to our, our currency. I think that they are understanding how everything, including the stock market, is a rigged game. You can win that rigged game, by all means. Even... Even just a, a lowly Reddit investor without the copious amounts of support behind him to drive uh, the stock price of a single stock up a thousand percent in a day, they can win at the at the game. It's a long term game, but you can win at it. But it's still a rigged game. Crypto is not a rigged game. And that's why I kind of, that's why I love it. I, and John, I'm not trying to, I'm not trying to give any, any backhand to you. I know you, you like your uh, traditional investments and I do too. They're, I, I, I'm invested in, in stocks and mutual funds as well. So I, I'm not, not bashing you. So don't take it that way. No one takes it that way. <laughs> okay. I just want to make sure. I just want to make sure. Um, but, uh, Here's what's interesting, and I highlighted this on Twitter. The Federal Reserve has been shorting the U.S. dollar for over 100 years, right? Since the Fed's inception in 1913, the U.S. dollar has plummeted over 96%. Now... If you were investing, John, if you were if you were looking at a stock to invest in, and you see that it was actually performing quite well for the past, you know, for the first like hundred years, it was kind of it, it was mostly flat. It had a few wild swings up and down, but you know, nothing too terribly major. And then uh, about a hundred and hundred and twenty years later. All of a sudden, it just starts to fall off, and you're looking at its timeline now, and you're you're like, it's down ninety six percent of its original value. Would you pick that as a good investment? No, that clearly, clearly the um, something is wrong with that company if it's crashed ninety six percent. I mean, that's I mean, Enron did that basically. Their stock was climbing, 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 and it's like, oh, we've been faking our financials for the past ten years, and then their their stock. I I, I want to say that their stock plummeted ninety uh, percent over the course of a year, which is crazy, right? But I mean, if you're looking at something to invest in, you looking at something that's lost ninety six percent of its value is not something that you're going to. I don't think any anybody with half a brain would take a look at that and be like, you know what, I'm going to buy into that. I'm going to buy on this dip here. Uh, well, if they were a notorious gambler, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> maybe. Or maybe they had uh, um, some information. There was some insider trading, and they knew. They just knew it was going to come back up. <laughs> uh-huh, yeah. Um, you know, I don't see that. <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't see that happening with the U.S. dollar. I don't see it coming back up. Uh, I mean, anything's possible, I guess, but um, in all honesty, right now, you wouldn't want it to go back up because we owe $27.8 trillion in debt, and if the value of the dollar goes back up, uh, the while the uh, face value of that debt is going to stay the same, trying to pay it back will effectively raise the... Uh, raise the value of that debt by like 2,000%. So uh, I think it would be like trying to pay back over half a quadrillion dollars if the value of the dollar returned to its 1913 level. So that's also kind of bad. <laughs> if you have that going for you, it's probably not a good investment. Uh, but... Seeing as how that's not a good investment, why would you want to keep your assets into something that is like that? You know, why would you want to keep your assets in that? And the thing is, a lot of libertarians talk about ending the Fed. Probably because there's good reason to want to end the Federal Reserve. The thing is, though, I mean, I, I don't think that it will happen, but... It's actually surprisingly easy to end the Federal Reserve. Stop dealing in U.S. dollars. If everyone took all of their money and just instantly converted it into crypto, gold, silver, platinum, uh, whatever, anything other than the U.S. dollar, you will cause the, the actual value of the dollar to absolutely collapse, even more than it already has. So much so that even the state probably won't want to deal in it anymore. And that will effectively destroy the Federal Reserve overnight. At least that's a kind of a hypothesis that I have. What do you think about that, John? Well, about the destruction of the Federal Reserve? Well, I think well, that if we did that, that would cause it to end, right? I guess in theory, yes, but we wouldn't be able to do that because in, or in order to do that, we would have to have um, large private entities participate in a refusal to accept U.S. dollars as currency and seeing it as it is the, um, despite all of our criticisms here, it is the most respected currency in the world um, and is the and backs the currency of of dozens of countries around the world, uh, it it it, and the general um, unawareness that the average person has in regards to the criminal entity known as the Federal Reserve, uh, the Federal Reserve, in cooperation with the International Monetary Fund, ensures that the dollar uh, remains the uh, the 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 goldless standard. <laughs> that it is. And I mean, you and I may choose not to accept dollars in some of our personal transactions. And, and, and I guess in our own small way that that would be meaningful, but um, call AT&T and say, Hey, could I give you some other means for uh, paying this bill? And AT&T will promptly say, no, I'm, I, I think I want to get my U S currency. So, um, it, it's gonna it's gonna require something more f 
tackling something far more serious than a grassroots campaign um, against it. Um, the International Monetary Fund, the Federal Reserve, the IRS, uh, these enti- entities have a, have a strong vested interest in the continuation of the dollar. Um, hell, um, I mean, that we didn't even we didn't even mention the World Bank or any number of other um, corporate or business entities. Because, well, let's stop pretending that these are uh, legitimate agencies. They're they're just business enti- entities with a with a monetary incentive, and well, regrettably, they're they're in positions to influence people's perception of the dollar. Uh, and people don't perceive the dollar as a de- decreased value. That's 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 ultimately the truth. Well, what, well, I mean, this this would be the truth of any any currency. I, I mean, whether we're talking about Bitcoin or or gold or U.S. dollars, it's it's perception by the user. Right, but the thing is, like, you always hear like, oh, back in my day. I got a movie ticket for 15 cents and a gallon of milk was a nickel. <laughs> yes. I, I love your voices. That that's true. And and what you what that individual is highlighting is how grotesque the inflation is. And the um the clear the obvious money printing that's led to the devaluation. But the key is as long as wages adjust even if it's a flat adjustment, so you essentially aren't any richer, but you're essentially not poor, the average person is just oblivious to the devaluation. They just think stuff becomes more expensive. They, they why it became more expensive, what your government, what what your um, government entities did, what this private bank did to cause this devaluation is, it it just. It goes over their head, and they've demonstrated a, a lack of interest in it for a well, hundred years. So I don't, I don't think they're going to suddenly think have an interest in it today. Um, Derek, the Super Bowl's on, um, so <laughs> uh, I, I don't have time to ask the question of why does it cost me more money to buy the same good or service I bought, I purchased ten years ago from the exact same business. Uh, I'd rather just say that the business was evil and it raised their prices instead of actually addressing the fact that the business is adjusting itself in response to actions by the government and the Federal Reserve. So, you know, so so it begs the question. Obviously, the Federal Reserve is the most powerful entity on the planet. We've we've talked about this before. Um, And then whenever you partner that uh, them with. Uh, the International Monetary Fund, the World Bank, and other entities like that, it seems to be, I mean, it is this uh, the most powerful oligarchy ever conceived. Uh, But eventually, you know that there has to be a collapse that is beyond even their control. Uh, Yeah, the dollar has lost 96% of, of its value. Yes, the uh, there are world currencies out there, uh, nas- national currencies out there in the world that are backed by the U.S. dollar. Yes, the uh, 
medium of exchange in international business dealings is the U.S. dollar. I get that. But eventually there has to come to a point to where it actually becomes worthless, right? That's that's actually a great question. It's worthless now. Because True. what a dollar, all a dollar, rep- uh, a dollar, uh, I mean, because, well, let's, let's do a little, little, let's backtrack. All a dollar, all paper money, period, represents is essentially a certificate of deposit or an IOU for gold. That's all it historically meant. Mm-hmm. That's all it was. It was, I, ha- I have gold and silver in the bank. The bank gave me a note highlighting my possession of a real mean a, a real item of value and i was able to redeem this paper note for those for the for the established value uh, that was um on the note and because it became very convenient to simply exchange the bank notes people did it right it, uh, pe- people did it because it was because the paper money was as good as gold because the paper money represented literally an IOU from the bank in the amount of gold uh, um, um, and or silver uh, that it did it corresponded to. But that hasn't been the case in decades. Period. Okay. So, so but, it, 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 uh, yes, it's the, already it's already valueless. <laughs> It has value because of the perception that you were talking about, right? But so, that, but again, that would be applicable to anything. That 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 I I could I could I could make that same argument for other currencies or um, that exist in circulation, such as the euro or or um, the yuan or the yuan or um, it, right. Go ahead. No, no, I'm I'm sorry, I, I um. I understand that, but I guess my question is there has to be a point at which it devalues so much that all confidence in it is lost. Never. Because because that that would require that the people don't believe in it. So are you suggesting that the Federal Reserve in partnership with the World Bank, the International Monetary Fund and all of the other uh, entities that make up the global monetary oligarchy are going to never lose their power. They're never going to cause an economic collapse, no matter how much they print, no matter how much they devalue it. If they, if they, uh, if it reduces to it, if it has lost ninety nine point, uh, I don't know nine 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 times a million nines percent of its value, it will still hold its status? The 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 dollar is 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 the dollar losing, I guess, prestige. Yes. The the issue is that the entities that control the financial system It doesn't have to be called a dollar. They can call it whatever they want because it's monopoly money. So the the only people who are giving it value 
are the users. That's it. Because it's not backed by anything. It's not connected to anything of any. It's not connected to anything tangible. I, I would, I would, I would argue that that's applicable to other forms of um, other, uh, other more recently advocated digital um, uh, entities as well. Because what, what, what does it really represent? What, what does it mean? Because the, the. All it is, all, all the, all, all, all our dollar is, is as a medium of exchange. That's it. And as long as, and as long as our wages adjust in relation to the devaluation, we will never lose confidence in it. If we had a hyperinflation incident where the devaluation was substantial and dramatic then people would lose confidence in it but even with that lost confidence they would still even with that lost confidence yeah you would still you would see people using alternative means of exchange you would see bartering you would see things like that but uh, un- unless the financial system itself disappears people would still use the the hyper devalued uh, money assuming uh, and that would uh, assuming there were no alternative currencies available, but the truth is, there's nothing stronger than the U.S. dollar. Um, you, you, if there was, a, if if the U.S. dollar had hyperinflation, we're not going to suddenly go, oh, we're going to go to the euro, you, you know, because the euro's paper money also. Although, if if I guess if the banking entities were able to convince people that that was a sound choice, then that's what they would do, but. It the dollar only holds its value because we believe it holds its value, and as long as our wages um, adjust in relation to that devaluation, we'll continue to use it without uh, a single thought about why it suddenly is worth less than it was ten years earlier. Um, only, 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 uh, only, only a subset of the population think about things like that, and. I mean, when you when when you when you read studies that showed that like forty uh, percent of the population don't even have a single one thousand dollar emergency fund in their savings account, so if they had an emergency, they would uh, it exceeded a thousand that equal to thousand dollars. They couldn't even they couldn't cover it without using um, loans or um, debt in the form of credit cards. People are very irresponsible with money. I I don't think the elites are very concerned about how they perceive the devaluation of the dollar when they're not even saving anything. Um, hmm. I mean, so, so I I guess I guess all of this kind of begs the question as to why anybody should even care about the national debt. I mean, why not? That's that, uh, that's why that's that's why the average person doesn't care. the The real issue the issue isn't the debt itself. The issue is that we owe the debt to a private entity that printed money that they made up from nothing. Right, but that's if the issue. But <laughs> it, right, so I guess my question, or I guess the question that should be raised by this, is if the value, if the actual valuation doesn't matter because the average person isn't going to perceive uh, a devalued dollar as long as their wages are are uh, flatly adjusted or. Uh, or, or what have you, or you know, as long as there is a confidence in there, why don't we institute 
Alexandria Ocasio-Cortez's, you know, New Green Deal and all of these other socialist programs, I mean, if ultimately it doesn't matter, it's not backed by anything, um, why not just continue to drive up the debt? Because the debt doesn't matter just like the dollar doesn't matter. Well, because I think many people's fear is that this would cause a hyperinflationary event. And so because wages are because wages lag behind, people would people may experience hyperinflation. Okay, so just pass the hundred dollar minimum wage. We'll institute all of these socialist programs. Well, ultimately, ultimately, we may do all of this anyway, but um, (laughs) (laughs) it, it the 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 our our the entire financial system as it exists today is a fraud. The bank is able to loan you money. It doesn't even have the bank. You, you literally get to borrow the bank, give the bank loans you money. It doesn't have because of a fraction of reserve banking system. So the bank itself doesn't even have the money it's giving you. So our, the system already is fraudulent. Um, and it's dishonest because it, it, it's dishonest because there is because it it isn't represented by anything real. It's not connected to anything that's real or fi- um when it when when money was constrained by gold and silver, gold and silver are finite. The government's possession of gold and silver at any time would be finite. There would be a a a, a flow of money in the economy that would be limited by the physical gold and silver. Mm-hmm. We haven't had a we haven't had an honest money system in in we haven't even attempted to have an honest money system in 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 in, in many many decades because um well in fairness um <laughs> individuals that shall not be named on this broadcast have have a vested interest um uh, of uh, they certain a certain class a certain subset of individuals um have a vested interest and they they struck at the opportunity to control the money supply and they do and they do it via fiat now there was there, there was at least some restriction and legitimacy some vague legitimacy for some period because it was at least connected to gold and silver but now the, the 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 mask is off. This is why certain um certain entities can fund uh, continuous military efforts and expansions and and operations globally because they're because you don't. It's no restriction on the money supply. You know. So like it's funny. So let let's let's actually do a little let's little backtrack a little a little history lesson. So um during the time of Napoleon and when the Allies were fighting Napoleon. They actually had because they because money was restricted via gold and silver. They actually had to borrow money from um, a private entity again, which shall not be named here either. Um, they had to borrow money to help fund the war because they didn't have it, and because there wasn't, and because this, um, and because this. Fiat money printing scheme didn't exist. They actually had to get money from outside means to feed the war machine. 
because the the the, cause the company the, the countries the that were the countries didn't have sufficient money to pay for it and and see that that creates a restriction on the government's actions because the government can't afford to pay for the things that creates a restriction on the government spending because the government can't afford to pay for it because there's no fiat so i have to get the i have to get money from somewhere else but now because it's fiat the government can just pretend all day Oh yeah, and 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 spend money, expand the military industrial complex, um, uh, support revolutions using the CIA and funnel weapons all over the globe, Africa, Ecuador, Nicaragua, yeah, um, Iraq, Le- <laughs> Lebanon, Bosnia, um, yeah, uh. yeah, and and, and be, be, because because it's not connected to anything, and and the thing is. While you and I may be aware of this, and some of our listeners may be aware of this, the truth is the average person doesn't care about any of that. They have no concept, and, and this isn't because they're uh, intellectually unable to comprehend it. It's, it's, it's simply no one in their life will tell them this. No one in their life, no one no, when they go to work, no one will tell them this. Um, it, it won't be a discussion professionally. I mean, maybe amongst, you know, a subset of friends that you may have or, or you may not even have any friends that would, would say things like this. But uh, as, as, as long as as long as they can prevent hyperinflation, as long as they can prevent hyperinflation, when hyperinflation happens, then confidence in the, in the dollar will will rear its head. Well, you know, just about every president dating back to Ronald Reagan uh, has essentially doubled the national debt. Uh, You know, I I pulled up a chart here. Hey, hey, you can't speak ill of Reagan. He destroyed (laughs) communism. (laughs) Right. He destroyed the Soviet Union with his expanded military expending. He also enacted the most egregious gun control in the past uh, 50 years, 60 years at, at his time. St. Uh, Reagan? St. Yeah. Reagan. Yeah. Uh, um, but, but see if you can tell blasphemy. when the... Yeah, see if you can tell whenever the, uh, the dollar stopped being backed by anything. So Truman added $55 billion to the debt. Eisenhower, 31. Kennedy. Now, he was only president for three years. Keep that in mind. Uh, $20 billion. Johnson, $60 billion. Nixon, $115 billion. Ding, Ford, ding, ding. Yep. Ford, who was like a half-term president, $145 billion. Jimmy Carter, one-term president, $280 billion. Ronald Reagan, $1.7 trillion. <laughs> George Bush, one-term president. Keep in mind, Reagan did 1.7 trillion. In four years, Bush did 1.4 trillion. So on the on the path to doubling. Bill Clinton, to his credit, did not actually double the debt. He added in eight years 1.6 trillion. Then we get Bush 43. 4.4 trillion dollars. Barack Obama, $8.1 trillion. And then 
the Don, Donald J. Trump, in his one term in office, added $8 trillion. So you see these this trend, obviously, after uh, Nixon took everything off the gold standard, uh, spending just went like crazy. But, I mean, if doubling the national debt every every eight years isn't enough to cause hyperinflation, what would? Well, because right now we need to spend, honestly, like $16 trillion. So that'd be $4 trillion uh, in uh, would that be right? So no, no. He Trump would have added sixteen trillion if he had gotten reelected. So I guess thirty-two trillion would be on the dole, right? <laughs> so <laughs> so we need to add eight trillion dollars every year. Uh, am I right in this? Oh God! So let's let's hope not. Um. Uh, the M2 money supplies is, is already being flooded. Um, I, I think, I think something outrageous, like, um, like over just the last, I think over the last five years, 40% of all dollars that are in circulation were printed. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, 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 no, trust me, I understand and I agree with you. When it when it comes to um, the dollar, at least the the issue is not whether I agree with you. The issue is whether the average user of the dollar and the average entity that back that uses the dollar to back itself um, internationally um, views the dollar with suspicion. If those entities don't view the dollar with suspicion. Then the dollar can print. Then the dollar can um, continue to be devalued indefinitely, um, as long as emphasis, as long as um, wages are adjusted in in relation, as well as other fiat currencies are devalued at the same time. Now, if other fiat currencies were not were de- weren't devalued to the same extent that the dollar was, then there would be a a situation where the dollar would lose its strength internationally in relation to other fiat currencies. And then people would have a reason to say, Hey, look, our dollar doesn't have this buying power. Um, now the average person isn't going to say that that would block, that would be corporate entities. Usually, um, that would probably have some, some, some complaint to that effect, but hyper hyperinflation is, is from, from, from my perspective, um, Based off uh, 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 everything that I've learned and my understanding, hyperinflation is essentially the only thing that would cause people to lose confidence in the dollar. And the thing is, because the dollar is managed fiat currency controlled by private corporate entities that have a vested business interest in. um, I I don't I don't for uh, unless hyperinflate because because here's the thing. Hyperinflation should have happened in 2020. Yes. There should have been hyper. We, we should have, well, maybe hyper, maybe that's the wrong word. But we, we should have seen at least 8 to 10% inflation. But we didn't. Nope. We didn't. Now, there were certain specific subsets of goods that shot up dramatically, um, like 
Um, particularly if like you were a beef or pork eater, you might have noticed a price and um, increase in some of your, your grocery purchases. Um, and there were some other products that went up in price, but there were other assets that went down in price. Right. You can't call it an inflationary increase if it's not across the board. Right. So so as a result, the the CPI, the, the CPI was relatively low for 2020. I don't know how um, that happens. I mean, the, the stimulus checks alone should have. I, I agreed. But the stimulus checks that they sent out to individuals because, you know, it's a crony Ponzi scheme was only was only was less than uh, the, the stimulus checks that were sent out was less than 500 billion. Most of the bill went to support private entities. Oh, yeah. No, no, absolutely. They went to corporations. Right. So we so we we we, we I I based off the, the flow in the M2 money supply in 2020, I anticipated um, large inflation. I was very concerned about it, actually. Um, um, I was to say I was concerned is actually an understatement, uh, but it didn't happen. So it's clear it's clear that. The it's clear that it's being manipulated. Right. To prevent right. an inflationary event. So that's yeah. what I'm So this is what I'm seeing. So now that, now that it's become clear, it, now that the government's not, because as Donald Trump pointed out, I, I know the average person wasn't paying attention. The $2.2 trillion bill was actually a $6.2 trillion bill. Um, so while, while a lot of people heard about the 6 point, excuse me, the 2.2, it was actually a $6.2 trillion bill. And because um, the other four trillion were uh, behind the scenes money, um, when so I was sitting here going, "Oh my god!" Like six point two trillion. That's that's more that you know that's that's almost the federal budget for two years. That's almost federal taxes, total federal taxes for two years. I was like, Jesus, we're we're we're, we're going to experience an inflationary event, and we didn't. Uh, the CPI, the CPI barely adjusted, and again, while certain goods went up in price, like um, certain goods went up in price, other goods fell. Um, energy costs actually, uh, again, averaged over the year, actually were down. Um, so Su- suffice it to say that if we actually lived in a free market economy, th- this what we are experiencing right now would not have happened. No, no. If we had an open, if we had a free, mar- if we had, a, a, well, if, I guess if we had a free market, the government wouldn't have control over the money supply, would, neither would a private entity. But assuming that there wasn't a, that we didn't have a managed economy and that much money flew, suddenly showed up as, even in the background, um, it would cause, it would cause, it would cause a major economic event. It shows you. It shows just how powerful these entities are at at at, at manipulating the currency. Um, and so it makes it very difficult to 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 say when a hyperinflationary event would occur because we 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 literally had what should have resulted in a hyperinflationary. Well, I I, you know, I I keep using that word. Maybe not hyperinflationary, but at least a large. A uh, larger inflation that had been that than had been usual over the last fifteen years, and we did. Yeah, you, you, you know, we 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 didn't see an eight percent or ten percent increase in prices. We we saw 
uh, a subset of goods go uh, a subset of goods become more expensive and honestly some of that some of those goods couldn't you 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 may not even be able to blame solely on the devaluation of the currency via inflation it may you simply could say it's due to covid restrictions implemented by the government preventing um certain business operations for some of those goods um like in certain um like um beef and pork mm-hmm. um um so it it i while hyperinflation is still a concern uh and i think it's an ever present concern and anyone who is concerned about the devaluation of the us dollar to such an extent that that they they feared the loss of buying power um um there are again alternatives uh, you know derek you're 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 a supporter of uh of, of of cryptocurrencies and um there's obviously more traditional vehicles uh, such as gold and silver um that are available and i would encourage people who have that concern to 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 take full advantage of those those types of things i would also encourage anyone to and to be an investor because one of the things that the stock market has consistently done as an average it's outpaced inflation um yeah so you've created a situation where the the government has created a situation where you can't save money you you have to you have to uh, you 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 have to invest or well some of which it's speculative but you have to put you have to be putting your money somewhere where you believe the money will grow faster than the inflation um whatever that vehicle is 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 up to the individual and his comfort level and his risk tolerances and uh um his his value and belief systems but as it sits right now it's it's incumbent on on you to to do that because the devaluation whether it's a hyperinflationary devaluation or or just continued moderate inflation um it's gonna happen and when when that when when we cross that line where the dollar becomes a worthless asset in the minds of the masses, I have no idea when that will happen. It 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 I mean correct me if if correct me if I'm wrong, but I don't see I don't see I haven't seen that happening in my lifetime. That's true. And, so, with, and even if you take into consideration things like the implementation of social security, um the uh or even like World War Two. Now, granted, we still had the gold standard then, but those didn't cause any hyperinflationary events. No, I mean, it, it caused inflation, but nothing crazy. Then we p- get pulled off the gold standard. That act alone didn't cause a hyperinflationary event. Uh, and since then, all we've done is expanded socialist programs, Medicare, Medicaid, the the military industrial complex. I mean. Donald Trump was talking about whenever he was president over a trillion dollar infrastructure plan on the federal side, like, and, and nothing, nothing. And we've been doubling the debt. Every president has been on pace to double the debt, except for Bill Clinton to his little bit of credit. Uh, if that doesn't do it, like, I don't know when. I don't. I don't. I. But it could. It could. Ha- the thing is, like, it should have already happened. It hasn't, and that's scary because it could happen tomorrow. It could happen a hundred years from now. You just don't know anymore. That that is that is the concerning part because 
the it it appears it 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 appears that the manipulation of the market is is of the monetary supply I should say has has reached such a level that I guess the Fed actually is controlling it because that would appear to be the case um and I, I I guess as long as the current system exists as it is, that's a good thing, um, particularly for those that are not on the seven figure or above net worth. Um, that it that is a good thing, but it it's still it's still it's still extremely alarming um, because it's difficult to anticipate. you're almost forced to operate as if you aren't concerned about it because you, what, cause your concern doesn't do anything because you're, you, you're, you're not empowered to take any additional action that you aren't already taking. If you believe in the weakness of the, if you believe in con, uh, the continued decline and weakness of the dollar, then you, then you have to be uh, devoting your current dollars into um, things that you believe will um, outpace its devaluation, whether that be crypto or gold, silver, or or or, or um, investing on the stock market, you would continue to do that either way. Yeah, that's certainly not a uh, a traditional savings account, though, because the APR uh, or the actually the APY that you would yield on that is is far below on the overwhelming majority of savings accounts. So. You're still losing money. As long as your dollars are still in dollar form and not increasing in value throughout the year, the the state is robbing your wealth away from you. No, they they are. I I would agree, but if 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 your if the growth of your if the growth of your devalued dollars is outpacing what's being taken or the devaluation, you're still you come out ahead. Because I mean, cuz I, I mean, when you when you're looking at stock markets, for example, if you're looking at stock market returns, you can you you can adjust your growth for inflation, and so you, you know you say I'm just just we're using raw math, uh, 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 the, just for the purpose of illustrating a point. So you you show your your portfolio shows a return of twelve percent that year, but you really had an adjusted uh, adjusted for inflation return of nine percent. Because three percent, a portion of that was just the was just the devalu was uh was devaluation and um and it caused the the number to inflate, right? So you so yeah, that's all you can do. That's honestly all you can do because you, you we we don't have enough power. I mean, to 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 literally have to explain to someone that your the bank gave you money it didn't have, and they don't get how serious that is. <laughs> <laughs> they, they don't i mean you chuckle but to, to say to someone the bank gave you money the bank didn't have and the person not understand what that means yeah no i i i i, I get it uh but to, you know to your math which is absolutely valid uh you know if you have your money in a traditional savings account and you're you, you know making 0.1 percent apy every year your money is losing uh, you know, two point nine percent of its value because of that, right? Uh, 
Heck, and, even uh, a CD, even current CD rates, because again, the Fed can manipulate and control everything. CD rates aren't at a, aren't on the level to uh, to keep up with inflation at this point. Right, and that's so you, and yeah. Go ahead. So you don't have a choice. You you have to you you have to take risk. You have to take greater risk. Whether whether that again be um, um, cryptocurrencies, gold, silver, um, um, uh, investment in the stock market, um, you have to take greater risk to 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 keep afloat. And 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 if the goal is to become wealthier, um, that's all you can do because you you can't save because they they that's on purpose though they don't want you to save anything, right? Because that would actually uh, make them lose a little bit of the control that they have. Yeah. So well, this has been a very thought provoking discussion, John. Um, I, I, you know, your insights into like financial matters have always just been uh, so eye-opening for me. Just your analysis on on things. Uh, every time we talk, we talk money. Uh, I always learn something new from you. So I, I thank you for your wonderful insight today. Well, don't give me too much praise there, but I appreciate it. Thank you, brother. <laughs> you now, you you now have a target on your back by the uh, Federal Reserve cha- Chairman. So. <laughs> <laughs> well, you, you know, no, they don't even have to target you because the average person looks at you like you're insane. What do you well, mean you, fractional reserve banking? So the bank loaned me money it didn't have. And then if we if we all needed to get our money back, they only have three percent reserves. Yeah. Right now with COVID, they have zero percent reserves. Oh, I know because they because the, the, the Fed adjusted the requirements. Yeah. So so. So it's like, so wait a minute. So how's the bank loaning money? Good question. Wait a minute. Where does my bank get its money from if the bank doesn't have any money? Good question. <laughs> from the Federal Reserve. Where does the Federal Reserve, the Federal Reserve, get, Reserve its get its money? Nowhere. Imagination. <laughs> it's it's like like they they showed up to uh, I I don't I I can't remember who the manufacturer is of um, of um, the the you know our, our popular board game but they 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 went to they went to the manufacturer and they was like hey we see what you're doing when you're printing this uh the, this money for this board game could you print some for us <laughs> and, yeah and they and then, put the, they put the instructions right in there <laughs> yeah and so and then they, and then the Federal Reserve went to the U S Treasury and say hey we learned how to get um, fake money from the game. This popular board game that people have been playing for quite a few decades. Can you can you make s- fake money that looks similar but more legitimate? <laughs> yay! And the treasury goes, yay! We totally can do that at your at, at your request, your sole discretionary request. Request, demand, same thing. <laughs> uh, anyway, I digress. Uh, we need to we need to wrap things up here, uh, John. Uh, what is a what is a is is there anything specifically positive that happened to you in the past week? Um. Well. Um. You, you know, I, I I don't know specific. I I, I would probably say the same things that I always that I'm 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 very 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 happy about um, that are going well on my family and um my home my employment. I I think it's in, important to to remember. To remember the uh, the positive things in life and 
and uh, even even acknowledge and 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 as a as a as a as a I'll say this as kind of an anecdote. And anyone out there who's a, a father or a husband or or, or or a caretaker of a family of any kind, um, all you can do is do what's in within your limitations in terms of prepare, pre- preparing for the future. Um, whether we're talking about emergency food and water supplies or disaster supplies, um, or we're talking about investing in um, the stock market or or um, the purchase of uh, of other uh, other other things such as crypto or gold and silver. That's all you can do. And <laughs> um, and so you know, operate within your limitations and 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 do the best you can because that's that's all you can ask. Very well said. Um, so uh, I had something. Uh, quite positive happened to me recently. So uh, my wife and I, ha- my wife and I had a uh, a date night, which uh, we don't we don't we don't do quite often. We we, we don't do often enough. Uh, but we we had a, a a date night. I took her out to a very nice restaurant here in town, and wouldn't you know it, our waiter is one of my wife's friends that she hasn't spoken to for like months. It just happened that way. I totally not planned, although I told her it was, uh, which she instantly called BS on it. But uh, anyway, it was just it was just a wonderful time uh, <laughs> to to spend with uh, with my wife and uh, also meet one of her friends and kind of reconnecting them. Uh, I, I think is going to is going to be a, a great positive because um, you know. Friends, family, those you surround yourself with, that's always, um, those that you choose to surround yourself with, that's always a positive. Um, and you learn from each other and you grow, and, and I think that that's, that's wonderful. And also job, you know, employment, health, all that. But, yeah, so to that end, John, it is that time where we, we raise our glasses, and wherever you are listening, please do so the same with us. And let's unify under the uh, the wonderful and noble cause of liberty. John, we toast for liberty. For liberty. You've been listening to the Gentleman for Liberty podcast. Join us at patreon.com slash gentleman for liberty to show your support. Patrons get access to bonus content, can suggest show topics, and more. Follow us on Facebook and Instagram at gentleman for liberty and on Twitter at Gents, the number four, Liberty. Be sure to check out our blog, GentlemanForLiberty.com, and sign up with your email address for updates. Please rate our podcast in your app, and until next time, we raise our glasses to you for Liberty. You're my first time toasting here in 2021. Um... We raise our glasses, and wherever you are listening, please raise your glasses along with us. And uh, if you're not drinking anything, then feel free to pantomime with us. Uh, And we raise our glasses, and we toast for liberty.